When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into Duval Daily, presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thank you so much for tuning in here on Thursday, September 21st. We are turning the page, no longer talking about that Week 2 loss. We are here to preview the Jaguars and Texans in Week 3. The Jags are fired up to get back out there. I'm fired up to get into this matchup. It's a home divisional showdown against an extremely young Houston Texans team in Week 3 for the Jaguars here. The Texans are a new-look team. But they come in with a five-game winning streak on the road against the Jaguars. Whether that be in Jacksonville or in London, it's been five straight times that the Jaguars have hosted the Houston Texans, four of those being in Jacksonville, that they have lost at home. It's time for the Big Cats to defend the bank in 2023 for the first time, right? Everbank Stadium, the newly renamed. It's time for the Jaguars to take care of business in front of their home fans. They weren't able to do it last year. It was a really ugly, ugly contest for the Jags last year that they should have won in Jacksonville. But it's time for the Jags to defend the bank. After what a remarkable defense of showing that they had in in week two and an absolute stinker and inexcusable offensive performance in week two against the Kansas City Chiefs, It wasn't a lot of what the Kansas City Chiefs did, honestly, outside of Chris Jones. It was a lot of the Jaguars not executing at a high level and making mental mistakes and physical mistakes. So Jaguars need to get back out there and have a good showing in week three. They are favored by nine at home with an over-under of 44 and a half. I'm really excited to get into this matchup here. Jaguars offense versus Texans defense. The Texans defense is led by D'Amico Ryans. Their new head coach came over from San Francisco, obviously spent a ton of time in Houston as a player, as a former linebacker, had some great, great years there, but they're going to be emulating the same defense that he he had in, in San Francisco. Obviously not the same level of talent right now on that side of the ball for the Texans. The, the 49ers defense is absolutely loaded, but there is talent for the Texans. You'll see a lot of different looks from them. They play fast. They play aggressive. You'll see a lot of wide nine where you get those edge defenders out there super wide um, against the pass and those clear pass rushing situations. Give their guys some space to build up some speed, speed to power, speed around the edge. And obviously Will Anderson, they drafted him in the first round this year, traded back up to get him after drafting CJ Stroud. He is the real deal, no doubt about it. He's got the speed to power. He's got great balance. He is going to be a really good player in this league for a long, long time. And it's going to be rookie on rookie over on the right side of the offensive line for the Jaguars. Got Anton Harrison starting for them. Um, He's going to be lined up against Will Anderson. Will Anderson primarily aligns on the defensive left side. Anton Harrison on the offensive right side, they're going to be going head-to-head. And I think that's popcorn for me, right? I love seeing these highly drafted rookies. They're super talented guys. Both of them bring an impressive skill set to the field. I think that they're going to have a good matchup over there. I think that Anton Harrison should be able to hold his own 
We'll see how it plays out. But I think that's going to be a really fun matchup. You've seen Malik Collins have success against the Jaguars on the interior before as a pass rusher. Uh, but uh, the Jags have faced him as well in the past. So we'll see how he plays. He hasn't had a tremendous season so far. It is only two games in, though. The linebackers are super interesting. Because you have Denzel Perryman. He's been starting, but he has a wrist. Did not practice Wednesday. We'll see how that plays out for him. But you have Henry Toho Toho, who was kind of a forgotten man last year coming out of Alabama, who rejoined Christian Harris, who he played with the year prior, both of those guys being Alabama Crimson Tide players. Henry Toto, they've been having some success with him, blitzing him. Uh, Christian Harris, he's still kind of trying to get there, but he's a freak athlete. Again, if Denzel Perryman's not out there, those guys are going to be tasked with with, with a lot, especially in the run defense department. At safety, uh, they've been without their top guys early this year. But it looks like Jimmy Ward should be back. That would be a huge get for them. He's one of those players that D'Amico Ryan's brought over with him from San Francisco. A guy that can really kind of get that secondary all moving in the right direction. Uh, But no Jalen Petrie as well. He was a rookie last year. A guy that is extremely talented. A playmaker. You just put him out there and tell him go find the football. And Jalen Petrie does that at a high level. It looks like he's still not likely to play in week three, so that's not good for the Texans. And the secondary, Derek Stingley, he's doing very well in coverage in his second year. Big fan of his game. He has all the talent in the world. Steven Nelson opposite him has been playing well. And Tavier Thomas, been playing great ball. Uh, He's been playing good ball for them for a couple years now from the slot. But He also missed Wednesday practice with a hand injury. Will he be able to participate in this contest? Not sure. The Texans' injury list is lengthy this week. There's no doubt about that. Um, But as a whole, this team has struggled to tackle. They've struggled to run consistently, right? But it is early. They can improve in in those departments. We'll see how it plays out. I think their first two games on paper are a lot different than what they're going to see against the Jacksonville Jaguars, right? In week one, you faced you know a team that wanted to run the ball more than throw it, and they did, the, the Baltimore Ravens. They built up a lead, and they just kind of sat on the ball, ran the ball a ton. And then in week two, you had Anthony Richardson for a little while, and then Gardner Minshew comes in, and he's able to kind of just uh, knife the Texans' defense to death there. The, the Colts put up a bunch of points and got a win. So I don't think either of those offenses really prepared them for what they're going to see in week three with the Jaguars. Uh, this is their first big test as a pass defense unit, in my opinion. It really is. Um, and, and if ETN can get going as well, as I mentioned, the Texans have kind of struggled against the ground game. If ETN can get going, it could be curtains for the Texans, right? If you get ETN going and you have your pass offense going for the Jaguars, it's going to be really tough for this Texans team to hang around. I think it's a favorable matchup for the Jaguars, point blank. Even coming off such an ugly performance on offense, they were just a couple plays away here and there. The Jaguars were against the Chiefs from winning that football game, from completely changing the narrative. But they didn't get that job done. Now they have to go and and reprove themselves against the Houston Texans again this week. The Texans just have so much youth and inexperience on defense. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Doug Peterson is going to throw so much at them. Uh, From a formational standpoint, pre-snap movement, um, you're going to go horizontal a lot. You're going to take your vertical shots as well, bunch formations. It's not going to be easy for this Texans defense to execute at a high level and to play as fast as they want to play against this Jaguars offense that has experience with each other, that has talent, that has speed. It's going to be an interesting matchup. I think the Jaguars offense should be able to have a good day against a Texans defense that I think is heading in the right direction, but is not at their final destination yet. And then looking at the Texans offense, Bobby Slowick, he came over with with D'Amico Ryans from San Francisco, and he's going to try to emulate the San Francisco offense, the Kyle Shanahan st- style scheme, excuse me. Uh, they drafted C.J. Stroud with their top pick. I'm a big fan of C.J. Stroud. I think that he's going to be a good quarterback in this league. I think you've seen some good things from him over the first couple weeks. I also love Damian Pierce, right? He's a guy that hasn't had the best go of it so far in 2023, but an incredibly talented running back at the University of Florida, a guy that brings power, that brings tackle-breaking ability, contact balance. He just plays with his hair on fire. And you saw that last year when he came to Jacksonville and ran all over the Jaguars at the end of the game to to cement that game for the Houston Texans. I love what he brings to the table. And the Jaguars' defense, they're going to have to bring their hard hats. The linebackers, the defensive line, safeties, corners, you have got to bring it against Damian Pierce. Otherwise, he's going he's gonna to hurt you. He's going to make you look like a fool out there. He did that to the Jaguars' defense last year. you got to avoid that here in Week 3. Young receivers, right? Tank Dell, a lot of fun, super diminutive, super small, but he's quick, he's fast, he's a really, really good route runner, he's got explosive movements, he's twitchy. Um, Nico Collins, he was kind of a deep slant king last week, caught a bunch of balls over the middle. You've got old man Robert Woods out there as well, you've got John Mechie, a couple other guys that I like, but overall, this is not the most threatening receiving core in the league. When you talk about the Jaguars dealing with what the Chiefs bring to the table last week, I think they should be well prepared for taking on a a Houston Texans receiving core here. Um, Dalton Schultz is there as well at tight end. The offensive line, this is kind of, I think, what has been the biggest issue outside of just general inexperience for the Houston Texans on offense so far. Two starters on injured reserve. um, Actually, three starters on injured reserve. Laramie Tunsil probably coming back this week, you would think. Um, he, he did practice in a, in a limited fashion on Wednesday. So if they get their left tackle back, that's a big bump for them. But still, a lot of other stuff going on for, for the Texans in terms of injuries on that offensive line. And I'm just not sure that's a great recipe for success with a rookie quarterback and a lot of young pieces around. I think you kind of wanted that stability on the offensive line. The Texans thought they were going to have that this year, but injuries have really put a damper on that offensive line's performance. They've made some moves to try to bring guys in, refortify. Hasn't been quite working out for the Texans on the offensive line so far. So um, I, I think that the Jaguars' defensive front should be able to get after it this week. I really do think that. 
I just don't think right now with all the newness, all the youth, and the injured offensive line that they pose a major threat, the same type of threat that even the Colts posed in week one or or the obviously the Chiefs in week two. But uh, I think C.J. Stroud is going to be a very good quarterback, as I said. I just don't think he's there yet. Like for me, him torching the Colts in the second half when he's down double digits, down by 20 to start the second half, that doesn't really move the needle for me yet. Like the Colts' defense, that secondary is about as bad as it gets in the NFL right now. And I know the Colts, I mean, they have a great defensive front. I will not take that away from them. But their secondary is as bad as it gets right now. And so I'm not willing to just uh, say that C.J. Stroud has arrived after that type of performance. Let's see him do it against a veteran Jaguars defense this week, and then we can talk. Um, hopefully you won't see that. The Texans, they are well-coached. They have a lot of talent in certain places. Most of that talent, though, is first or second year. It has not hit its ceiling. They have not reached their their ceiling in, in Houston yet. I think they're just at the very beginning, starting to scratch the surface of what they can be. Now, they have owned the Jaguars largely for a long, long time. It's not just this five-game winning streak against the Jaguars at home. They've been beating the crap out of the Jaguars for much of the last 15, 20 years since they became a franchise in the early 2000s. The Texans have kind of owned the Jaguars, and it's time to flip that script. Doug Peterson, in his first op- opportunity to, to do that last year, the Jaguars did not get the job done, but they came out and they beat they beat the Texans. They beat the brakes off the Texans late in the year, last year. So I think you want to see more of the same. It's not going to be the same type of matchup because you have new coaching staff. You have a lot of new pieces as well, especially quarterback at edge as well, you know, C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson, they need to have a big impact on this game for the Texans if the Texans have any chance of competing, you know, for four quarters with the Jaguars. It's time to change the narrative for the Jaguars, and they should be able to. This offense, there is no reason for them to not execute at a much, much higher level in week three. Absolutely no reason. If the Jags don't win this game, it's time to worry. Really, if they don't win this game convincingly, I think you can start to, to be a little worried about the road ahead because you do have some tough matchups coming down the pike. have to go to London for two straight games, play the Bills and the Falcons. I know the Falcons on paper haven't been the most scary team, but defense is playing better. Running game is incredibly difficult to deal with, and we all know what the Bills can do. Jacksonville is much more talented. They're much more experienced, and they're just much further along and what they're trying to do. They're a team that should be competing for the AFC, not competing with the Houston Texans at this time, right? I think that they should beat this team, and they should beat them handily. The Jags need to show that that lack of execution last week was a one-off. They need to do it in a big way. We'll see if they can against the Houston Texans here in Jacksonville this weekend. 1 p.m. kickoff at Everbank Stadium. Really appreciate y'all tuning in. Hit me up on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo. You can follow Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag. Hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube notification bell so you don't miss a show. We will be doing bold predictions this week where you get the final score prediction. We'll also have some matchups to watch. Can't wait to get into that stuff. Really appreciate y'all tuning in. Have a good one. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.